baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of the State of California, along with Megan Goldsby and Brett Burkhardt. Well, Doug, there's no let up in the political fallout from last week's search of former President Trump's home in Florida. Republicans continue to blast the raid as a political witch hunt, with some even calling for the defunding of the FBI, while Democrats insist even a former president has to follow the rule of law. Well, we don't know yet whether the Justice Department is actually considering a prosecution of former President Trump for obstructing justice, violating the Espionage Act, and illegally taking classified documents, or whether the search was just its way of getting all that stuff back after Trump refused to return it. Either way, the former president continues to attack the Biden administration and the raid, saying it's an unprecedented political persecution, not a legitimate criminal investigation. For more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Mike Madrid, longtime Republican political consultant from Sacramento, former political director for the California Republican Party, a co-founder of the anti-Trump GOP organization Project Lincoln. Thank you so much for being with us once again, Mike. Uh, so, so Republicans really closed ranks around the former president last week, some going so far as to denounce the FBI and DOJ. How risky is it for them to go that far with such anti-law enforcement rhetoric, given that you know most Americans and certainly most conservative Republicans generally support law enforcement? I think it's an extraordinarily high-risk strategy, but it seems to be the only option left for not only former President Donald Trump, but a lot of those around him. Uh, He's running out of options, and he's kind of painted himself into a legal corner, and the only way out of his legal problem seems to be political. So I think ultimately what we're going to see is kind of this rally around the flag effect for Donald Trump. But remember, this is just the beginning of this political earthquake. There's going to be a lot of tremors afterwards coming out almost daily, and defending the indefensible is not usually the best political strategy. After it became clear what Mr. Trump was suspected of here, some leading Republicans became a little more cautious in their defense of him. How tough is it for them to thread that needle of defending him while also protecting themselves in case there was some smoking gun in those boxes at Mar-a-Lago? Well, that's a great question because that's really the question that's going to be asked over the course of the next coming days and or weeks. The immediate response, of course, was to, again, circle the wagons. But as more and more starts to come out, defending each one of these pieces is going to be extremely difficult. You're already seeing, as was mentioned in the intro, the messaging is now defunding the police, essentially, essentially the Federal Bureau of Investigation. It's not a political message that is going to work well with the base. And we have to remember Donald Trump's polling numbers, even amongst Republicans, are sitting at its lowest level at any point uh, in the past six years at just this moment. That was after the January 6th hearing. This is completely unrelated and perhaps even more damaging at this moment in time. So I think you're going to see Republicans start to get more quiet, more reserved in their defense of what appears to be the indefensible. And the next phase of this, of course, 
is likely to be people jumping ship. You mentioned the base, though. The the base is, is, seems to be galvanized. Do you think that that's going to make an impact on, on what voters do at the midterms? I think it's going to. I think it's going to happen with this development is there will be a, a coalescing of the Republican base. Remember that. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, fully 18% of Republicans in the Ipsos poll, national poll, suggested that Donald Trump had been committing crimes as it related to January 6th. Having the FBI raid their home is not a narrative that you want at the time when 20% of your base thinks you're already a criminal. So it, 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 this, is, this is a very tricky situation. And again, as his legal troubles mount, remember, January 6th committee is going to have more hearings. There's explosive news coming out of Georgia today suggesting that uh, the uh, interference in the election from Trump's legal team included cracking into voting machines. Um, the, 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 the walls are starting to collapse inward, and I think Republicans are going to be in a position of deciding whether they want to be on the inside of the collapse of that or start heading for the exit. At the same time, though, we look at something like Wyoming, where tomorrow Liz Cheney is going to go down to a you know resounding defeat to a Trump-backed candidate. His you know hand-picked candidates are faring well in Republican primaries, so he does seem to still have quite a hold on you know a lot of the voters within the party. The question is, how do those people do in November? I guess. Well, that's exactly right. And the way a strategist looks at this is to say, what kind of support is Liz Cheney going to get? Not only. I think that everybody universally believes that Liz Cheney will lose, including Liz Cheney and Dick Cheney. But if she gets over 25, 27, 28 percent, that's, that's calamitous for a national Republican Party if Liz Cheney continues to pursue political office at the national level. And it is true that Trump-endorsed candidates have won some of these primaries, but only by one or two percent, meaning that the Republican base is completely split on whether to go along with Trump-aligned candidates or to support a more reasonable um, political uh, lane. And so the way I would be looking at this is not a position of strength for Donald Trump. This is a position of extraordinary weakness. As you mentioned again in the intro, I was a co-founder of the Lincoln Project. In 2019, the odds of our success were exponentially worse than they are for a contender at this point in time. So I'm optimistic that a lot of these forces, the Trump forces, are on the decline, they're not on the rise, because you're seeing independents move away from Republicans decisively and Democrats coming back home to their candidates uh, in overwhelming numbers, overperforming in the turnout model, and the enthusiasm gap closing up with Republicans over the course of the past few weeks. All right, well, thanks so much, Mike Madrid. I think we've run out of time. Longtime Republican political consultant from Sacramento, checking in actually from Brazil, where he's involved in the presidential campaign there. Mike, thanks for being with us. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find me on Twitter, at Sovereign Nation. Thanks, Brett and Megan. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.